Welcome to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful with your hosts, Coach Dave, Heather, and James, where we provide you with the tools and entertainment to bring clarity, balance, focus, and butterflies to your everyday life. Hey, welcome back to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. We're Coach Dave, Heather Andrew, and myself, James Johnson. And when we were talking, when we left the last show, we were talking about kids being bored and, you know, what that meant as a child. You know, we would go outside and come in and say we were bored. And all of a sudden, our parents had something for us to do. And then suddenly we weren't bored anymore. <laughs> and I was, I was debating with you, Heather, about how kids don't get bored today. And they, you know, they have a phone to keep them busy, et cetera. And I actually think that, you know, after raising two of them, or certainly one through this era of, of cell phones, that I think it is boredom that's taking them there. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with us, the parents. I think we're, we're extremely guilty of doing exactly what you said, and that's babysitting our kids with electronics. I mean, sticking them in front of a TV or, or iPad or whatever the case may be. And so I, I have a rule in my office, and that is that, I don't really care who dropped the ball. I just care that the ball gets across the court. I don't care, make any, add any faults to who did it. I just want to make sure it gets fixed, right? So how do we fix that problem? How do we, how do we get out of this? I mean, we, we've gone from one extreme to another where, you know, now it's, it's all about electronics, no matter where you go. You go, you have two kids sitting on a wall and they're texting each other. Instead of talking to each other, they're actually texting each other. Stuff actually goes on in life. And so how do we solve that problem? How do, how do we get out there and, and, and maybe get our kids to more interactive? I mean, Dave, you were talking about how your kids got everything in the world to do. You know, you're, you're raising kids now. Mine are out of the house. So how, how, do, how do we solve that problem? Um, I don't know. I mean, when... We try our, our hardest to keep our son off the, the uh, phone and, you know, going out and hanging out around friends or building stuff or doing things in the, in the yard. Um, but it's not quite the entertainment value that a phone is in terms of watching videos or making talks or you know, doing the, those things or being interactive with a large group of friends. Um, I, I was saying off the air how this past weekend, I, son, he had his phone in his back pocket and he went in swimming in the, uh, the uh, ocean. And after about five minutes, he realized that his phone was in his back pocket and we brought it out and the phone is trash, obviously. And there's salt all in it. And, you know, for the last five days, he's open around like I'm bored. I'm bored. And I'm, I'm like, I'm going over the laundry list of like, you could be doing, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, like over and over and over again. And he just, well, those aren't fun. Those aren't fun. And I, I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that electronics and all of these things, have such a hold on kids that when you pull it away from them or they're, you know, having options of doing other things, they're, they're having issues. 
Well, maybe maybe our parents had it right, Dave. That you know you you you're giving them the wrong list. You know, you're bored. Well, get over here and scrub the floors. <laughs> Wash the windows. I, I do that as well. So don't get me wrong. I'm doing that too. But you know, you're. you're I think my mother was very good at doing that and where I'm like, okay, you know, two or three things, he's good. He can, he can go on his phone or he can go on his iPad or, you know what I mean? But it's, it's interesting. Heather, you got any input on, I mean, I, I know you don't raise your kids have fur, but I, I, I you know, oh, we can't hear you. You're on mute. You're on mute, you Heather. Yes, talking to myself. It's something that happens a lot. Sometimes uh, better conversation. So, <clears throat> so I am a aunt of four, and I've nannied through my way through college. So I've had an opportunity to take care of a lot of children. Again, this generation is faced with some challenges that I think no generation before them. And part of it is electronic distraction. There's a great book about this called Last Child in the Woods. Um, I, um, it's kind of chewy, uh, lots of clinical data result revolves around this, but I think the, the ultimate takeaway from that book is that we're raising a, a, a group of children who are afraid to go outside and will they value security and safety over the opportunity to explore and be independent. Um, there's some very scary things happening in the world right now. Um, if you're not paying to Aus paying attention to Australia, I highly recommend that you immediately start following what's going on in Australia. But you can only be outside in that country for an hour a day right now. Um, they are using geolocation of your phone and randomly texting you and forcing you to take a picture of your face. And if you're not where you say you are, they will come arrest you. Because why? Why are they? Because they're trying to prevent the spread of COVID. Now, whether or not you believe in social distancing and lockdowns and so forth, I highly recommend that you read your own, uh, read the data and come to your own conclusions. That's not the point. The point is, is one of the things that we do know is that lack of vitamin D contributes to lots of disease. And by not being outside and getting free vitamin D, you are putting your health at risk. So I'm going to suggest that perhaps we need to be very, very cautious about prizing our children being inside because if they don't value being outside in their freedom, perhaps we will look like the penal colony of Australia. And I'm very concerned for former colleagues, friends, um, because they are basically prisoners in their own home. You know, I, the irony there is Australia started off as a penal colony. <laughs> no, I, and I, I know that. Um, but I just think that it's rare during pandemic that I saw any children outside for the first time in the five years I've lived here, I did see children on bicycles, but I have a tiny forest behind my house. And that's sort of how I relieve my stress during COVID was to go out and hack at invasive plants. But I never then nor today have seen a child in that forest. 
with the exception of my nieces and nephews. And they're coming to visit this weekend. And they said, can we bring our rain boots? Because they want to stomp around in the creek. Well, that was like part of my existence as a child was constantly just, stomping, yeah, and stomping around in my creek. Come in with your boots full of water. and <laughs> Or your new school shoes ruined because you forgot to take them off and put your play shoes on. Yeah, I ruined my brand new school <laughs> shoes because I went down to the creek and, and thought I could jump the bank, which I usually could, but I didn't that time. Um, the, the point being is, yeah, that was not a good day, by the way. Um, you know, the point being is, is that we take for granted that at any time, I mean, Dave is sitting with a bike hanging over his head. You're a surfer, James. You know, I'm a gardener. I can't imagine that anyone could tell me in my own home, in my own yard, that I could only be in my garden for an hour a day, but it is happening. That's, that's just frightening. That's. The world has lost its mind. Well, and, and this is not a comment on Australia, okay? It, it, I, I don't understand why these things are happening. I do not believe, based on what we're seeing come out of countries who, like Sweden, who did very minimal lockdowns at all. They, they actually had no lockdowns except for the most vulnerable population, and their children never stopped going to school, and they didn't mask. Look right. the data yourself. I'm not going to tell you what the data says because you're not going to believe me unless you go look at it yourself. But the reality is, is that this is coming to a theater near you. So if you value your freedom and your ability to go outside and breathe oxygen, you probably need to get involved. And it starts with your local school boards. It starts with your local townships. It starts with running for office. It starts for being present, awake, and aware. And two of the three of us on this call aren't aware of what is going on in Australia. And as goes Australia, typically comes here sometime later. So I just want you to realize that if we are raising a generation that does not value being outside, they may not value being free. You need to think about that. Wow. So I, I, I want to throw up a challenge. Okay. So here's my challenge for all of you listening to this. Take your kids out, take them out to the woods, take them on a hike, take them somewhere this weekend and go out and enjoy some of the outdoors, you know, get, get a, buy a guide. We had a speaker on here, Heather, what was the guy that was the wilderness guy we had? What was his name? Dr. G. Yeah, Mr. G. Um, look, up, look up his and get a wilderness guide and get out there and do that. Um, you know, I, I'm like never here on weekends. I'm gone all the time. And now it's going to be even worse because my girlfriend bought a cabin up at a place called Huntington Lake, which is about 7,500 feet up in the mountains uh, out of, uh, northeast of Fresno. And we were up there this weekend and, and we were over at this this uh, really nice family's house. They have this great outdoor living area and they have a little pulpit there. And it was like, what's the pulpit for? Well, that's so when we're doing the family get togethers, anybody could get up and talk. Okay. So what a great family, but you know, I never, I never met these people before, but they had this little project going on off to the side on another table where they had made these mosaics. And, and what they found was that if they used concrete, it didn't work very well. Grout works better, but you can go to uh, Michael's and you get these little plastic dishes and then you take and you pour in your 
you make up your grout, you pour it in, and then you take different colored rocks and stuff and make mosaics out of them. Okay. Right. So that's a great outdoor project. That's something something you can spend some time with your kids. I believe in tools. I believe that you can sit here and talk all day long, but if you don't give people with tools on how to do this stuff, I mean, they just they're at loss because they, they haven't done it. I mean, you, you think about it, the people that are raising children today are not the people that went through what we went through as children. We, we haven't been in the woods for a long time, in other words. No, it, it's absolutely true. And that's what they're talking about in that Last Child in the Woods book, is that they can't even do a clinical trial to do comparative studies because our generation was constantly outside. But this generation isn't. And so are we limiting their freedom by teaching them it's not valuable? Yeah. Uh, so Dave, you're you're a really outdoorsy guy. I mean, what 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 should people be doing to expand their horizons in this area? Just get out there and get all hiking, ride your bike, camp, anything. Everything helps. You know, like from a from a freedom standpoint, from an exercise standpoint, from a health standpoint, anything that you're doing, go for a walk, backpack, hike, anything. Everything helps. You know, when I was in Seattle, I, I went on a, a, a um, it's a little over a two, a little over a two mile hike. It's about probably closer to a three mile hike. Well, actually, it's two miles in and three mile and two miles back, but then there's a little extra. It was two miles of a tunnel. I mean, it's black in there. It's <laughs> black. You can't see okay. the end at some point. Okay. So it's a two mile tunnel through this mountain up to, up to a place called Snoqualmie. And, you know, what an incredible experience. Yeah. Pretty freaking eerie. Okay. As you're walking through this tunnel, because I swear to you, if you turn the lights off, you cannot see your hand in front of your face. Right. So. <laughs> So you got to have flashlights to go through, but you could bike it or you could hike it. What an experience. Okay. Now I could have sat home and ate breakfast and done all that kind of stuff. But instead I got up and I went on a hike with my sister and my, my niece and, and, and actually my daughter and her friend. So get out and do it. I mean, look, we have this great, wonderful country that we live in. Or if you're living, listening to this somewhere else in the world, I mean, I've never been anywhere in the world that, that wasn't a phenomenal place. Even, Abu Dhabi, that's a desert. I mean, there's there's some spectacular things about that place. You know, I don't think I would go out running around in the desert, but, <laughs> but my point is, is you can get outside and you can do some things. And last child, last child in the woods, last child in the woods is the name of it. That, right. And I think the other piece of this, you know, I mean, Dr. G talks about uh, green time versus screen time. I think that's a very valid thing that unless your child has had an hour of green time, they can't have screen time. <laughs> it's a great uh, bribe if you want to say it, but I think it's really important. Um, the other thing I would say is, you know, look at what the people who created this technology are doing to their own kids. They send their kids to school without technology. That tells you all you need to know. Right, right. That is true. Somehow everybody that's probably listening to this survived without a computer. Remember? Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something funny. I, I mean, I don't know. I think I told you this. About two weeks ago, 
I, I, by the way, I took phones out of my house. When I remodeled my house, I pulled out all the phone wires, all right? I have no phones in my office. My phone is this. This is my phone. I was without this entire business day. And I got to tell you, that was stressful, all right? So I, I can understand that. But then I left here on Friday morning, very early Friday morning, and from Friday till Monday afternoon, I never even saw this, all right? So I was up in the mountains. And I didn't really have great cell service anyway, so I just put it away. I never even saw it. And, and there's something called free days, and free days is when, is when you have absolutely nothing to do with business. I would say you should go out and get yourself a free days where you have absolutely nothing to do with technology. You know, it's pretty amazing. The other thing that's, uh, that was up there, and I would, I would challenge every one of you to go find it, I used to hunt, and, and I used to find this when I was hunting. And every once in a while, I experienced it again, and I, I experienced it all weekend long up, up there at the cabin in the evenings. And that was total silence. Now, I defy you to find total silence. I, I guarantee you, you can't find it, Dave, without leaving this area, right? I, I mean, no airplanes, no white noise, total silence, all right? Go try to find that. And, and, and what's interesting is when you find total silence, you can actually hear your breaths, hear your heartbeat, hear a bug crawl across the ground. You can hear things you could never hear before. And that's a different perspective in life, right? So set out and go find yourself some total silence. Probably got to go to the top of a mountain, out in the middle of the ocean or out in the middle of a lake somewhere. You got to get away from society, that's for sure, to find it. Right. Well, so speaking about that, here is here is a, 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 a game I often play with with um if then can I go outside or be hiking or anywhere and I'll stop and I'll say tell me what you hear. Like everything, every bird, every plane, every every bug, insect, car in the background, here and there, and 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 it's you know it's it's a way to you know bring you back to, to you know it is important that you find unsilence and and to, to be aware of where you, you are. Yeah, awareness is, is very is a very big thing. I, I read a book not long ago called The Greatest Secret, and it, it's totally about awareness, about being aware of what's around you. But it's so hard to be aware. I mean, you have this this freaking thing right here that beeps it beeps every five minutes with you know a text or or whatever an email or whatever the case may be. So it, you got to get away from that electronics to really become aware. So on that vein, why don't we do a, uh, why don't we ch 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 challenge each other and say like on Wednesday or Thursday or someday, we won't use this. We will turn it off the whole day. That's easy for me. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much don't use mine on the weekends. 
No, I was thinking about like a Wednesday or a Thursday. Possible, absolutely possible. I mean, it's my it's my business phone, so I would literally have to take. Yeah, I think that's that's the challenge. Like you know, you'd have to you'd have to pick up you know a time in the evenings or the weekends when you know you're with your family, and I think you know there's some really cool corporations that have done that. Like Chick-fil-A has a chicken coop and you have like a box and you put all your phones in the box while you're eating dinner there. I mean, I, I think, you know, for to say that somebody gets rid of their phone for an entire day, unless you have a day, you know, in nature or what have you, 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 you it's probably going to be impossible because so much of our business is done from, from these electronics. But so that, that being said, what I would say is probably a more realistic challenge is don't turn your phone on for the first hour you're awake. Or, or right. better yet, or better yet, just turn the damn thing off at night and and, and well, that I do. Long. Yeah, that so. that I do. I turn my phone off at night because I, for years, I could hear it, um, and so I, 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 so that's not that's already a done deal for me. But in the mornings, what I challenge myself to do is leave it plugged in, and I spend that first hour with my ritual, which is typically reading, working out looking after the cats, making coffee for my husband. You know what I mean? Like have your ritual, but for that first hour, don't get caught up in somebody else's distraction. That's what it is. It's a distraction. So, so we're, he we're healthy, wealthy, and grateful. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your morning rituals and, and, and how to have a successful day by starting your day off right. But Coach Dave, and Heather Andrews and myself, James Johnson. Remember to live like you're gonna die tomorrow and plan like you're gonna live forever. Hey, and you know what? Get ready to go to bed tonight. Turn off your cell phone. We'll see if you can go just the night without it. If if you know, and then take the next step and turn it off on the weekend. So listen, great to see you. Talk to you soon. Keep smiling and make it a great day. Thank you for listening to Healthy, Wealthy, and Grateful. Be sure to join our Facebook group. Remember. Live like you are going to die tomorrow and plan like you are going to live forever. You just might. And don't forget to stop and smell the flowers along the way.